Welcome to our newest Hearts Unite the Globe hug patrons. Annie Olchek, we sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for joining our community and making a difference through Patreon. Judy Miller, thank you for being our first Buzzsprout supporter for Bereave But Still Me. Buzzsprout started a new program where you can actually support the podcast of your choice. There are so many ways you can support Hug. All you have to do is visit our website, heartsunitetheglobe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, featuring your host, Anna Jaworski. Our program is a program designed to empower the CHD or congenital heart defect community. Our program may also help families who have children who are chronically ill by bringing information and encouragement to you in order to become an advocate for your community. Now, here is Anna Jaworski. third episode of the seventh season of Heart to Heart with Anna. Our theme this season is Congenital Heart Defects Around the Globe. We have a great show today. We're very excited to be in our seventh season of Heart to Heart with Anna. This season, we will be featuring guests who live, work, or received treatment outside of the United States to highlight how congenital heart defects affect people all around the globe. Today's show is Congenital Heart Defects Around the Globe, Pakistan, and our guest is Farhan Ahmad. After his three-year-old daughter was born with congenital heart defects passed away, Farhan Ahmad, CTO of a Microsoft Gold partner company in Pakistan, embarked on a new journey. In 2012, he founded the Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation, or PCHF. Serving as the CEO of PCHF, his vision is to establish Pakistan's first children's heart hospital and research institute for children born with congenital heart defects or CHDs. You can read more about this endeavor at www.cchri.org.pk. Currently, PCHF financially supports surgeries for underprivileged patients and educates the public about heart diseases at large. His organization has financed more than 100 surgeries for children born with heart defects. And if you go out to the Facebook page for his organization, he actually has pictures of the children. It's very uplifting. So welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna Farhan. Thank you very much for inviting me here. Well, I'm so happy to have you on the show. You came on the show once before when we had a live show where people could call in. So this is actually my second time to talk with you, but I'm really glad to have you in from Pakistan today. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to be part of this show, Anna. Well, I'm so inspired by the good work that you've been doing with the PCHF. I really love seeing the pictures of the children and all of the goals that you have. So why don't you tell us about how you got started helping families whose children needed open-heart surgery? Anna, as you know, after going through a personal tragedy, we realized that there is a huge vacuum. There are almost 40,000 children born every year with a hole in a heart or CHD in Pakistan. Unfortunately, there are only 20-plus cardiologists, and there are less than 10 surgeons in the whole country. Uh, You know what we did? We formed the institution, and we tried to arrange funds for first five families, and this was the biggest motivation. 
you know, when you see these five families going back with their children happily, this gives you a lot of excitement to carry this cause along. And uh, a few quick things about the institution. We don't use public money to pay our own institutional expenses. So whatever donation comes to us, Anna, that goes directly to the children's heart surgeries. I love that. I love how you're so dedicated to providing this, and you're not a burden on your country. You're supplementing what is available, and it sounds like there just is so precious little available in your country right now. Yeah, you're right. But hopefully the kind of work that we are trying to achieve, we hired Ernest Young to write a feasibility. KPMG is our auditor, and in the long term we are going to build a hospital. And, of course, uh, later in the show I'll share uh, with you that what our uh, long-term goals are. Yes, I love the fact that you want to build a hospital, and I think that'll be great. I think one of the big challenges to having a hospital for children with congenital heart defects, especially severe congenital heart defects, is that it doesn't just take a surgeon or a cardiologist. It takes an entire team, and you have to have intensivists and perfusionists and nurses who know how to take care of these children. So it's quite a big endeavor that you have there for yourself, Farhan. <laughs> yes, you're right. We have got a lot to do, and as you rightly said, that it's not just only the doctors, the surgeons. It's, in fact, perfusionists, ICU staff, technicians. So a lot is required to be done. We're all set to do this soon. Well, and I think you're brilliant in that you have a long-term plan. This isn't something that you thought was going to happen overnight, and so you have other plans in the works right now. You're helping the children to get surgery before you have the hospital built. And so how is it that you're able to do that? Do you fly the children to other countries, or do you fly surgeons into your country? How does that work? Correct. Anna, there are a total of less than eight surgeons who specialize in pediatric heart surgery in Pakistan. So they are all on our advisory board. How it works that we had already contacted the cardiologists, the pediatric cardiologists, who are the first source of contact with the patient. So initial screening, when they get to know that there is a patient which is required to go for intervention or a surgery, but unfortunately, they cannot afford their surgeries privately. So they give their contact to our team, and then we have a smooth procedure. We just do the financial evaluation, and we do the medical evaluation through our panel. Once that is done, we request the time from these four hospitals, and unfortunately, currently, there are only two government hospitals. One is owned by the armed forces. The other one is owned by the Punjab government. So we ask them to give us time, and once the schedule is done, we provide them financial assistance. So this is how it works. And I would like to quickly share one of the recent inspiring stories. If you have heard about IDPs, the people who are somehow internationally displaced persons placed in Pakistan, one of those little girls, 15 months old, Muskan, she and her parents somehow were not able to fund their surgery because they didn't have money. They didn't have a place to live. So just imagine if you are able to arrange funds and get their surgery successfully done. This gives completely different feeling. When you see a family who cannot even afford and going back home with their daughter perfectly fine, you know, this is just unbelievable. Right. Yes, that is unbelievable. And your organization was able to help this family? Yes. We financially supported their surgery in a private hospital. And it's about four months back that she went home perfectly okay. 
Oh my goodness, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So what kind of surgeries are the doctors able to do? Like to fix holes in the heart, tetralogy of flow? Can they do anything that complicated? Yeah, any complicated surgeries, we have one of the best. In fact, all these eight surgeons, we have few really, really good surgeons. Dr. Asim, Dr. Salman, they're all trained in U.S. And one of the things that today showed, I would like to share that they're so kind that they've come back to their own country to help kids born with the congenital heart defect. So they are U.S. citizens, but they're based now in Pakistan, back in their own country to help do something for the children born with the congenital heart defect. And yes, they can do any kind of complicated surgeries, even surgeries like switch, which you, I'm sure, know that it's you have got calculated time in the first two to three weeks you have to do that. So yes, they are able to do that complex heart surgeries here. That is very inspiring. The switch procedure for the listeners who may not know what that is, for children who are born with transposition of the great vessels, they have to have their vessels switched or else the oxygenated blood keeps going back to the lungs instead of going out to the body. And it's a fairly complicated procedure. So if they're able to do that, that is absolutely excellent. Now, I just spoke with a guest about the William Novick Cardiac Alliance, and they go to different countries and spend a couple weeks at a time doing the surgeries. Is that what happens here with the PCHF, where they focus only a couple weeks out of a month or every couple of months, or is this an ongoing service that is provided? Yes, Anna, they have an affiliation with an institution of armed forces, which is based in one part of Pakistan. Three months or six months, the mission comes and then they train the local doctors and the nurses. By the way, our institution, we run this charity as a business also, and I'm glad to share that, like any other business, you find some international affiliations, and this is how we have got an association with the three internationally known institutions. The first one is Gift for Life, based in U.S. The second one is Jaina for U.K., and the third one, of course, Novik Cardiac Alliance. So we are hoping that we would like to continue the same kind of setup that Novik has with the AFIC, Armed Forces Institute of Cardiology, to the other big institutes. So, yes, that's one of our long-term goals. I just think this is wonderful. I love how everybody is reaching out to one another and everyone is helping one another. We're getting so many more doctors and nurses and technicians trained thanks to the Novik Cardiac Alliance and to the PCHF. I mean, this is absolutely heartwarming. This is exactly what we need to have happening going on all over the world. So, Farhan, you're also a founding partner and senior consultant at Mason Consulting and Solutions, which works with Microsoft. Can you tell me how your experience with team management and project management has helped you in creating this nonprofit organization? Yeah, Anna, we run this charity as a complete business. The business has their goals defined, and we have dedicated teams to carry on. Like one team is dedicatedly working on making sure that patients are facilitated. We have moved to a new location. We have a proper setup, and every patient who comes in, they have given proper place to sit. They've been given some refreshments. They've given some moral support, and this is so hard touching that when a mother is crying and they're offering her water or tea, but she's just crying that, please do something for my child. 
So yes, coming back to the the point that you raised, we use our experience of business in transforming the charity into a proper business. The thing which I would like to share, Anna, which I can't understand, in business it's one plus one is equal to two. But when it comes to charity, whenever we make one plus one, it's always eleven. So just quickly, <laughs> I would like to share. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you know, honestly. Yes, you're absolutely right. Because what we get from working together with these nonprofit organizations goes so far beyond just the one plus one. You're right. It is exponential. It is more like 11. Go ahead and finish telling us this little story, and then we'll have to break for a quick commercial. Yeah, quickly, every year we set some targets. And last year we set a target of reaching to 200 surgeries. And you won't believe that we closed our year with 250 surgeries total. So I'm glad to share that as of today, uh, Pakistan Children Heart Foundation has supported 272 surgeries. So every time we set a goal, it is always we achieve high. Thanks to God. Yes, yes, that is so heartwarming. I mean, wow, that's almost 150% more than what your target was. That's amazing. And so many families have been touched. and. There's that ripple effect. It's not just that family who has been touched. It's the friends of the family and the extended family members. Everybody in the community ends up being touched by the good works that you're doing with the PCHF. We need to take a quick commercial break, but don't leave yet, listeners, because when we come back, we're going to talk to Farhan about his daughter, some more about the goals that he is setting for PCHF. We just found out what he set last year, but I'm curious what he has set for this year. We're going to also find out what his dreams are for the future when we come back after this brief commercial break. Anna Jaworski has written several books to empower the congenital heart defect, or CHD, community. These books can be found at Amazon.com or at her website, www.babyheartspress.com. Her bestseller is The Heart of a Mother, an anthology of stories written by women for women in the CHD community. Anna's other books, My Brother Needs an Operation, The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, a handbook for parents, will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today's show is Congenital Heart Defects Around the Globe, Pakistan, and our guest is Farhan Ahmad, and he is the CEO of Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation. Farhan lost his daughter to a critical congenital heart defect known as tricuspid atresia, pulmonary atresia, and a large patent ductus arteriosus, which is an opening between two major blood vessels leading from the heart. After his daughter passed away, he devoted his time to creating the PCHF to provide care and surgeries to children all over Pakistan. So Farhan, tell us about your daughter and what creating the PCHF has meant to you and your family. Anna, it's always emotional, but to be very honest with you, I believe that she came here for a reason. You know, in fact, she's always with us. Sometimes I speak with her daily, sometimes in the morning, sometimes at night. But she's always in our talk, in our discussion. She always remains with us. So I believe God has got, there is a reason for everything. And we believe that she came here to help the poor, the families who cannot afford. You know, frankly, if she was not born with the congenital heart defect. My family could not have known 
such a huge problem which exists in the country. Right. So our family, every time a child goes back happily, we believe we have returned something to our daughter Aisha. Now that's how the life is. I just love that. And I know that she is with you every day. She's the angel on your shoulder helping you and inspiring you to do something like this. We're just like you. We didn't have heart defects in our family. And until Alex was born with a heart defect, we had no idea how prevalent this was. And we had no idea that there were children all over the world who were dying because of their congenital heart defects. So I think it's rather amazing how our children's hearts have propelled us to do things, Farhan, that we never would have done. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Well, she certainly is an angel, and I can see how having her in your life has inspired you to do something much bigger than yourself. And you just mentioned that you have done 272 surgeries. I can't even imagine how many people that has actually touched, because I have a feeling it probably numbers in the thousands because of all the brothers and the grandparents and the parents and the neighbors and everybody who is touched by that child, entire communities have been touched because of what your daughter brought to you. You mentioned earlier that there were 50,000 children born with heart defects in Pakistan per year. Is that what you said? Yes. In fact, another numbers are more, but just to consider the international research, the rate has done that every eight child out of thousand is born with a congenital heart defect. However, whenever I speak to the doctors, in their point of view, it is in fact more because not part of the world, there are a lot of inter-cousin marriages, so cousins are married to the cousins. And this is one of the reasons, according to them, which results into more numbers. But to be on the safer side, yes, you're talking about almost 40,000 child born with a congenital heart defect every year. I imagine that many of those children who are born with heart defect are going to need some kind of surgery. Isn't that true? It is absolutely true. According to, again, the pediatric conference that we attended last month, these guys were saying that approximately... 10% of these kids born need immediate surgery. So we're talking about at least yeah, 4,000 surgeries required every year. That's the minimum number to start with. Wow. And so your organization was able to help over 200 of those children, but that's just barely touching the surface, isn't it? Yes, Anna, and that's the reason the ultimate goal is to basically build a center of excellence to start within Lahore, which is center of one of the major provinces. And our ultimate goal is that we should have a 100-bed hospital where we should have a facility of training the doctors, the nurses, and the paramedic staff, and then build a place where we should be able to train the other large hospitals which are far away from where we are. So yes, our plan is to build a center of excellence which should build the capacity of the other government hospital because the infrastructure in the government hospital or the state-owned hospital does exist, but there is a huge vacuum of the paramedic staff, the doctors, the surgeons. So that's our goal ultimately to help them enable uh, do the heart surgeries from the whole country. Well, how big is Pakistan? As far as square miles, are there people in small cities or towns that would have difficulty getting to the hospital? 
Yes, that's one of the major challenges that the majority of the people who came here from poor areas are sometimes 400 miles away, 300 miles away. So yes, that's one of the biggest challenges. And hence, our goal is to enable the the state-owned hospital close to their facilities where they don't have to come all the way to the center of excellence or a hospital dedicated for heart, but they should get the basic facilities. I mean, the normal surgeries like VSDAST should be able to done in their own places close to where they live. Well, not only to have the surgery there, which of course is very important, but the follow-up care is also important because a lot of these children will need to be seen on a fairly regular basis while they're infants or while they're very small. And then once they get older, if things are progressing nicely, then maybe they will only need to be seen every six months or a year. But it sounds like for some of these families who are so very poor, that even coming every six months or a year could be a great challenge for them. Isn't that right? Absolutely right. And for that, our plan is to have the groups gone to those hospitals on a regular basis. There should be missions planned the way Novik Hardik Alliance works. We have used them as a role model. And this is how we plan to do that. A group of cardiologists should go there, use a camp within the hospital. And all the follow-ups visits of those children who are actually being treated from within that place, they should be able to get a follow-up checks. And by the way, these 270-plus surgeries that we have done, we do have a direct contact with them. And every two, three months, we send them either a message or we wrote them a letter or sometimes calls also that, how is your child doing? And if you really need any follow-up visits, we can arrange your meetings with the cardiologist. I love that because the follow-up care is what is so absolutely critical. Here, if you spend thousands of dollars, or maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars saving these children, if they lack good follow-up care, then they can still be lost. So it sounds like your organization is doing a very good job of following up with these children to make sure that they will have a lifetime of care and that they will continue to have a quality life. We do need to take a quick commercial break, but don't leave yet, listeners, because when we come back, we're going to talk to Farhan a little bit more about the Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation, but also how you can get involved in helping to save the lives of children born with broken hearts in Pakistan. Anna Jaworski has spoken around the world at congenital heart defect events, and she is available as a keynote or guest speaker for your event. Go to hearttoheartwithanna.com to learn more about booking Anna for your event. You can also find out more about the radio program. Keep up to date with CHD resources and information about advocacy groups, as well as read Anna's weekly blog. Anna wants you to stay well-connected and participate in the CHD community. Visit hearttoheartwithanna.com today. To our show, Heart to Heart with Anna. Today's show is congenital heart defects around the globe, Pakistan, and our guest is Farhan Ahmad, the CEO of Pakistan Children's Heart Foundation. I have so enjoyed talking with Farhan and learning about what he is doing, how he is reaching out and networking with other international organizations 
this is not just something that's happening in Pakistan. This is an international global event. And I feel so pleased and honored that Farhan has been willing to come on the show today to tell us how we can help children in his country. So we only have a few minutes left to Farhan, but we've been talking about how the CHF uses its own funds. This is not run by the government. And I know it's very expensive to fund these surgeries and all of the follow-up care. So can you tell us how our listeners can help your organization, how they can donate, and what kind of donations you're interested in? First of all, Anate, I would like to thank all the listeners, and I would especially like to thank yourself. You are doing an amazing work, and this is such a big inspiration for the whole family. We listen to most of your the programs only sometimes because of the time difference we are unable to do that. The second, as far as uh, the help is required, we are in the process of forming a 501c foundation in U.S. And I think if all goes well, we should be able to have this working in the next couple of months. As far as today, if anybody would like to donate, they can visit our website. We do have a bank account given there where you can go and deposit online. As of today, what we really need is not, frankly, the donation. We need the volunteers who can give us the brain rather than the money. We have no problem raising the fund as of today. Each surgery costs around $4,000 in Pakistan. And just imagine we were able to raise funds for 270-plus surgeries. So fundraising is not a problem as of today. Yes, when we'll start building the hospital, of course, then we will request another special program from your side and we'll request for a proper fundraising. To summarize it all, I think anybody who can volunteer some hours on a weekly basis, help us move quick and learn more about how we can take this initiative to the next level. And last week, we did a show featuring the Novak Cardiac Alliance, which works closely with Farhan, and we talked about ways that you can donate to that organization also, and they take care of everything, just like Farhan's organization. They provide the funding for the surgery and for the families. They provide care packages for the parents and socks and hats and blankets for the children. So if any of you do want to get involved and you're not a medical person, you're like me, and you're just a mom who would love to help out, then you can go to the Novak Cardiac Alliance website as well, or you can go to Farhan's website and see ways that you can take part and help save a life of a child in Pakistan, enhance the life of these families who have these children born with broken hearts. Your foundation is such a noble cause, Farhan, that I'm sure that people would like to make the donations. When do you think you will have the hospital fund up and going? And if all goes well, I think within this year, we should be able to start construction we are waiting for the land, and we've been very lucky that we are about to get a land donated from few philanthropists within Pakistan, and we are just about to finalize few legal things, make sure that the land that we get is everything according to our future goals. So if all goes well, yes, we should be able to start the construction process in the next few months. That's just amazing. Oh, my goodness. That is just amazing. So, everybody, make sure you look for this 
on the Facebook page because Farhan is very good and his group of people are very good at keeping us updated. They're also great about posting pictures. And this is a great way for you to see what's going on and to see how you can get involved. Farhan, thank you for coming on my show and for honoring me with your compliments of your family listening to the show. I've noticed that I have a number of listeners in Pakistan, and it just warms my heart to know that thanks to the beauty of the Internet, we can broadcast this show all over the world, and we can help families everywhere. And don't forget, friends, that the shows are all in the archives, so you can listen to them any time of the day or night. They are broadcast at a particular time, which is not always convenient for Fahan, but they're in the archives, and then you can listen to the shows at your convenience. So, unfortunately, we're out of time, and so that concludes this episode of Heart to Heart with Anna. Thank you so much for listening today. Please come back next week on Tuesday at noon Eastern Time. Until then, find and like us on Facebook. Check out our website, hearttoheartwithanna.com, and our cafe, Pesquitique. Follow our radio show on Blog Talk Radio and Spreaker. And don't forget, February is Heart Month. And during Heart Month, we will have encore episodes of shows every single day. Except for Tuesday, Tuesday we will have a brand new show. Please help us during the month of February by sharing information about this radio show with others and by subscribing to the show on Spreaker. It's free. And once we have 100 followers, on Spreaker, we can petition iHeartRadio so people can listen to the radio show in their car instead of only being able to listen to it through the Internet. We know, my friends, that congenital heart defects touch people all over the globe. But remember, you are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you've been inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna, with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time. We'll talk again next week.